Okay, so good afternoon, good evening. I say welcome to another episode of The Conversation, Outspoken and Opinionated. Um, we are going to have a great conversation today. I have some amazing people who are going to grace the virtual studio of The Conversation. Um, this year, um, well, this time of the month in the States, we are celebrating Thanksgiving next week. Thursday is going to be Thanksgiving Day. And most often what people do at the Thanksgiving dinner for my family, the tradition is where we sit there and we talk about the things that we are, we are thankful for. And so this year, what I am thankful for uh, are my friends, are a group of people that have held me down for years, a group of people that I can go to and have candid conversation with, group of people that I can say what's on my mind. We can have heated arguments, but at the end of the day, we love each other. And so uh, preparing for today was just going to be me just talking about friendship and all that stuff like that. But then, of course, I have my person who told me how the show needs to go. And she was like, no, um, don't you have some friends that you can just bring on? You guys can just talk about friendship. And so for me, it's the most beautiful discovery that true friends make is that we can grow together separately without growing apart. And this is why I love this, this group of men and women. Um, today, like I said earlier, is just going to be ra a random conversation about friendship. Uh, we're going to just dive in. So um, without further ado, I'm sorry, I am Edwin Meyer. I forgot to say that today. Can you guys imagine? I think I'm so excited because I have my friends coming on to join me. So I'm like, woo, you know, I'm like hey, in my own little world. Um, of course, we all have our drink. I celebrate um, alcohol. Um, I think alcohol is amazing. Those who don't like it, that's their problem. But I'm going to bring in Mr. Glenn Okoro. Welcome to the conversation for the second time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's also going to be on. And it's going to be great. I'm also going to bring Zainab Adebayo. Welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the conversation. I have my home girl, Didi. Welcome to the conversation. And of course, I have Florence Johnson. I was going to say Florence Johnson. And then the great Veronica Mills. So we have this group of, I have this group of people that um, have been in my life in, I would say, two different stages. Um, like I said um, um, earlier, before I brought you guys into the show, this is going to be about friendship. I want us to talk about the highs and lows of friendship, the pros and cons of friendship, the things that we individuals expect from friendship. And then I know I can be annoying. So you guys can't talk about my annoyance. It's fine. I know. I know I can be. Okay, that's why I love Dini. She's always there. She said, no, I will say the truth. I will say the truth. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> what I say, sir. Or you will, I will block you just now. Part of friendship. Exactly. Accepts me for who I am. And drinking yeah. wine to manage. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you guys to eat. Everybody's supposed to have a drink. Sure. Um, Mr. Mr. Johnson, I think you're, you're breastfeeding. No. And bro, I am battle feeding. That bread. No, she's bottle feeding. You see, that's why I love. You see, that's why I get that right. <laughs> okay. So you guys, um, like I said earlier, you guys have re really supported me when I started this platform. 
You guys were there for the conception. Um, you guys have been there. You guys have been my team that visited me. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to do this. That don't make no sense. Um, people watch, um, Florence watch every episode and she comments every Thursday. Even if I miss it. Even if she oh, misses it. I'm like, why are you commenting after the show has happened? But that's what I'm talking about. You guys watch the show all the time. You guys gave me pointers. And so I appreciate you guys. People here started the show with me. Um, so I really appreciate you guys. But we're really going for everybody here is just supposed to talk about healthy friendship. And so just to put context around it, um, I've known everybody in this group that's here. I would say probably between two to 20 something years. I ain't gonna put our age out there. <laughs> 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 But let's talk about healthy friendship. Let's talk about what you expect and what you consider as a healthy friendship. And Veronica, when we talked about healthy friendship, you know, um, what is your expectation of what do you consider as a healthy friendship? Um, so I think that something that's really important is to feel like you have a safe space to be honest about how you feel, mm -hmm. but also how you feel about your connection with that person and your interactions, whether it's not, whether you're feeling, you know, when you guys are having tension, being able to talk through that, things like that, but also when things are great, like being able to voice that too. Okay. Um, Florence, healthy friendship. Healthy friendship for me would be someone that would tell me exactly as it is. You know, mm -hmm. just tell me if if it is thing, tell me a thing. Okay. Don't 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 sugarcoat it. Like yeah. for me, that's healthy friendship. I feel like my friend should be able to tell me the truth, even if it hurts. Mm. Mm. Okay, Claire from Canada, the Canadian. Mm. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, healthy friendships for me are, are seriously about the bonds, right? And experiences people share, you know, the highs, the lows, bring it, being able to bring it all together. Experiences are very important. You know, in friendships, you need to go through things together, you know, enjoy the good times. So whenever there's bad times, you all struggle to bring things back to good times, you know, that kind of stuff. Honesty, um, being be open, you know, you really can enjoy good times if you're not open with someone. So yeah, that's very important. Um, you're touching a good spot that I want us to, I will tag for later, but um, Mr. Kokoya, we're talking about healthy friendship. So what's your understanding of your definition of healthy friendship? I think personally a healthy friendship is a friendship that has no filter, right? Mm -hmm. So a healthy friendship is a friend who would tell you how it is when you're right or either wrong, they will be straight up with you. They won't filter it or sugarcoat it how you want it to be. They will be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a healthy friendship. Healthy friendship also can be like a friend who's always there for you as far as when you're at your highest moment in your life, they're by your side. And when you're at your lowest moment, yep. if you call them or if you need them, they'll be there for you at a drop of a hat, you know? So I consider those healthy, like a healthy friendship or what it should be. 
in my eyes. So okay. yeah. Great. I'm coming for you. Y'all being too too <laughs> too. <laughs> that, that, that's the start. Oh, y'all have been loose. Yeah, I need I need to pick up a little bit. I'm coming for you. Friendship. Um, so when I think of friendship, I think of something solid, you know, something that has a strong foundation, it can withstand the storm. Um, you know, I, I have this, this, uh, like five elements that I use, uh, uh, that are very important to me in friendship. Um, the first one is you know, are my friends supportive? You know, when I have things going on, are they there to support me? Um, are they optimistic about life? You know, do they look at the glass half full or do they look at it half empty? Um, are they loving? You know, and loving covers so many areas, right? Like respect, care, honesty, you know, like Pichi and uh, Florence touched on. Um, are they inspirational? Like, if I look at your life and what you have going on, like, can I draw yes. inspiration from that? Mm -hmm. Um, and then lastly, are they dependable? Like, like she just said, you know, if I'm going through a tough time, you know, can I pick up the phone and call you and depend on you to be there? So basically, if you take like the first letter of all those words, they basically spell out solid. So that's, that's, that's what I use to um, kind of, you know, assess my friendship. And most of the time, if one or two of those elements are missing, it's usually like an indication that, you know, the friendship will probably be seasonal and not lifelong. Mm. 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 Okay, Zaina. <laughs> I mean, Didi pretty much summed it up. Who can go after that? I mean, who can go after that? Like, you set the bar so high. I wanted to make sure, are you okay to go after that? Or, you know. Give it a shot, Zina. Give it a shot. No. You can I think do it. That, <laughs> I think the one thing that you really hit on, Didi, that is most important in a friendship is respect. You know, just being able to respect how one functions in a friendship. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm the type of person that sets boundaries, respect that. I go a couple of days without contacting you. Don't feel any type of way. It's never your fault or like, Whatever. aren't you talking to me? Are you upset with me? It's just the way that I function. Just be able to respect the type of person that I am within our friendship. And if, you know, you don't, then kick rocks. <laughs> yeah. And I like that because I think um, I have created this part of my life um, that I told myself that I respect energy and I mm -hmm. respect my boundaries. Yes. So if you're not bringing anything to the table, you got any friendship, whatever it is, it's a relationship. It's friendship is a relationship. Whatever you have with your family is a relationship. With your significant other is a relationship. So if there is nothing coming to the table from you, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. Not that I need something from you. It's the fact that we should have something in common. There should be something that we can talk about or we can drink to or we can celebrate all that good stuff. So I just want to talk about boundaries. And this one, I'm not going to point out anybody. We can just have the conversation. Let's just talk about setting boundaries because I feel in friendship, 
people don't respect boundaries. And so anybody can do it. Like, <laughs> how do you guys feel about this? Um, I so, think I. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Diddy. Okay. Um, I think boundaries. You know, we talked about this a couple of days ago, EJ. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think boundaries are. It's basically an act of self care, right? And it's also another way that we use to communicate to people how to treat us. Um, you know, um, sometimes we don't come out directly and say it, but through our action, we we show people how to treat us. I love it. Anybody else want to talk about boundaries? Well, yeah. Well, I would say for me, I don't really like to set boundaries. Oh. With words, only because I feel like if I love you and you are my friend and I know you, I know those things that make you happy. I know those things that, I mean, I would, I would just respect a certain time. Now, if for me, like with my, even with my family, they call me, they say I have a attitude problem because I would let you know. I will let you know, like, okay, don't call me at a certain time. I'm sorry, guys, my daughter is very talkative. Yeah. <laughs> I will let you know at a certain time, don't call me. And if you continue to call me, I'm just not going to answer your phone. Just because we are friends don't mean that, you know, I have to disrespect your boundaries. So sometimes in friendship, you don't always have to tell the person, don't do certain things. It's just like, if I know you, Didi, and I know the things that makes you happy, and I know maybe you just came from out of town, you're tired, it's going to be respectable that I will not pick up phone to call you. When you rest, you will call me, and we can have a girl's time. So, um, so I think I, I would say... I, I would say with oh Glenn, you are going. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go after you. Okay. So I, I would say boundaries is very important. And I think using your words is important in setting a boundary mm. with any relationship you're in. So it could be a friendship, it could be a romantic, personal work relationship. I think it's very important to set a boundary because everybody cannot read another person's mind mm -hmm. okay so people are not like mind readers so you need to be able to voice how you feel because what everybody term of etiquette and respect is different everybody mm -hmm. don't view things the same so mm -hmm. it could be a cultural difference it could be a race difference but I feel like you have to be vocal in setting that boundary, in speaking or voicing your opinion on how you want to be treated or setting a boundary. Because that person may think everything is okay because you haven't voiced anything. But then you may take that as a disrespect or an insult. And that person cannot read your mind. So unless you voice how you feel about a certain situation and how you want to be treated, I think then that sets that boundary for that person to respect that. And if they don't respect that, then you have a problem. But I think as an adult or as a true friend, you have to set a boundary if for someone who you care or value as a true friend. 
or a true relationship that you want to keep. So I think that's something very important. So yes. So I was going to say, um, it's just a little bit different to the whole boundary thing. Personally, right? I'm not one to set boundaries with my friends or people in general. I mean, at some point in time, I do, especially if they're not like my close friends, but I tend to be a bit more tolerant of a lot of bullshit or anything, right? Because I want people as much as possible to feel comfortable around me, right? And just like Chirilo said, people are different, different cultures, different vibes, but I can only do that if I, especially with my close friends, right? I let my guard down and let them bring it on, right? And then I get a feel for what it is they're like, what they, you know, what, 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 what shapes their state of mind and all that stuff. And then I react to it, respond to it. I don't think I personally have any major boundaries when it comes to, you know, my friends, people I love. I think more in terms of intent, you know, did somebody do something with the intent of causing me harm? You know, if 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 they acted in a way that maybe to protect their personal space, to you know keep their peace of mind going, something that gets in my head, I won't naturally take offense or draw a line. You know, I would come to understand from that point of intent they didn't mean to cause me harm. You know, we're just different people. You know, so sometimes people can technically do things that I might not like, but I always have to ration it out. Like, okay. Are they doing, why are they doing it, you know? Today. Mm. So intent is very, very important to me, even more so than that. Because generally, I'm a very flexible individual. So I'm more an intent guy with a high level of tolerance than so much setting boundaries. Yes. Anybody else? I actually, I actually want to say something to what you said, Glenn, about tolerating BS. I think for a long time, a lot of my friends, I allowed, like, I tolerated BS. Like, I lived with a lot of friends over the years. And obviously, you know, when you're living with people, in order to keep a healthier relationship with them, you just have to, like, cut your teeth and, like, tolerate the bullshit and, like, go through it. But then there's a part where it starts to get unhealthy for your mental health. So, like, for example, the last friend that I lived with, it got to the point where I'm like, you know what, in order to save our friendship, it's best if I just move out because there were a lot of things that, you know, she was doing where I, I voiced my opinion on about, about how it didn't work for me. And it was like, she just continuously did it. And I think it, in a way, I mean, like I said, people function different ways. And at the end of the day, she's still a great friend, but you also have to think about your state of mind and your mental health when it comes to like tolerating BS to the point where it's just like, okay, you know what? This situation is not healthy. I need to remove myself from this situation. You know, still salvage that friendship that I still have, but then also like take care of me at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I think just a quick note. Yeah, I think that you, I, just, I love what you said about mm -hmm. removing yourself. So what will typically happen with me is that if I'm in a situation that I find toxic in my mental health, I remove myself, mm. right? Most likely will not be friends anymore. I will not hate you, you know, but you'll just be where you are, I'll be where I am. I know that my friendships, this life, as we go through it, your friends are going to be with you. And you're going to get to a point, certain friends will drop out of the way, once uh -oh. yeah. in the process. And, you know, those bonds, like I said before, those bonds are what, and it's just a matter of the strongest bonds will sustain till the end, right? Yeah. You know, I, I keep it open because I have had toxic people in my life before, but they're not there anymore. I wish they were where they are. You know, yeah. I, exactly. 
<laughs> and so I like the fact of the whole toxic thing. I like the conversation that we just talked about where we talked about, you know, about people disrespecting people and people just doing what they want to do. That falls in line directly with um, what are the spoken and unspoken codes when it comes to friendship? Because I think when we are friends, there are things that we expect from our friends that we don't talk, we don't, we don't, we don't say. And then there are things we expect people to just know, you know the things that we call common sense. Mm. Don't talk about those Everybody don't no. have common sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, friends. <laughs> you know what? I mean, there, I think there are those things. There are those things. For example, I want to put this out there. I, I remember when I was in college and I was, uh, me and my friend, so me and my roommate were friends with this girl and she had another friend. And she is a good guy. But when she left the guy, apparently her friend and the guy started kicking it. And for her, that was an issue. And then for me, I was just like, but I didn't see what was wrong in it because if me and the man is not together, why can't your friend and the man be together? And she said, yeah. no, that is breaking the cord of friendship. And I was like, do you guys sign contracts and there are codes that you guys have? Like, it's impossible. So, they will talk about that. But I think in friendship, a lot of friendships get messed up when it comes to those spoken and unspoken codes. I feel like for me, I feel like for me, like if I were to date a person and then one of my friends were to date him after, that's cool. You can have my leftovers. I didn't want him anyways. Like, Let's talk there. My friends should not be having my leftovers. We're still <laughs> exactly. the same I am moved on. I cannot exactly. for me to pick up. No. No, like why? Exactly. I can understand if, if you guys had maybe a casual thing in the past, right? But if y'all were serious, I thought who did walking. Y'all did it, y'all did marry. You ever should have this you had a nasty break in the outside and that's true of me. No, 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 no. Yeah, but EJ, that's where that's where the whole loyalty thing comes in. Mm. And 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 friendship is loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. Why exactly. would, I mean there are so many men in the world? Right. Why would I want to date a guy that my friend did? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Your true exactly. friend at that rate. A true friend. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't for me. I wouldn't press it. I have had okay, a family member. I didn't date the guy. The guy used to like me. And he was into me. His mom, everybody knew he was into me. I wasn't into him. The, the family knew he was into me. The family turned around. The family dated him. I didn't get mad. For me, I wouldn't do that because yeah. I know he wasn't into me from the beginning. Mm. I had those things. Even with an ex, if I'm dating you and you leave me or I leave you and then you turn around, you with somebody else, I'm not swinging around with you. Right. I cannot be first choice and then I turn around and be, what, another option? No. So okay. a true friend would never, would never, I don't care how many business can be hard, mm-hmm. I would never get a friend that... <laughs> I am oh yes, uh, I, I am 100% yeah. with Florence on that because right. it's the type of friends you have. Yes. So if you have a true friend that you consider a sister, mm-hmm. that true friend already know they're loyal to you. They got your Thank back, you. they're ride or die, mm-hmm. you know? You. But you got, 
Run it on the X for Gata. Exactly. That's your ride or die loyal. That's your loyal bitch right there. Thank you. If you have an acquaintance or associate, that's a different kind of friendship. If you are surface kind of friendship, well, we only friends when we see we when we hang out and stuff, then you're not one of my true friends. So you have to set as far as categorize her. And I think that's where people get it mixed up because a friend could be your associate, but they're not your true friend. That's not the friend you're going to call like we're talking earlier. That's not your friend when you're going through stuff you're going to confide in. That's your loyal friend or your loyal ride or die friend that you're going to reach out to. An associate is different. So let's say if I'm in a relationship and that's my associate, and then you go after my left or that's why I expect because you're associate. I already put you in that category. So I'm not going to take offense to that because you went after my leftover. Okay. But if you're my true yeah. friend, my true self. That we're going to put tonight. That's all you have in him too. That's tip. You know, and it's, it's also based on value too. Exactly. Like, what, what, exactly. What, are, what are the person's values? Exactly. Um, the person might feel like they're your friend, but you know their values are not in line with yours, and they might think it's okay, and it's not okay. Right. So, you know, that plays a And some too. people just don't know how to peek. So I might be the helper to help you peek. Oh, no. Florida got me here because I heard you in a minute. Uh, I, mean, I definitely agree with all that stuff. Like, you shouldn't be crossing the line. A friend shouldn't be crossing the line into, like, my romance business and with past exes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I actually, like, had somebody who I was good with. You lost your friend with? Would you? No. This guy I really liked. It was this really big breakup, and then I found out that she like invited him to this party, and like mm -hmm. I was like hanging out. But I found out because I saw pictures from another friend he didn't mm -hmm. know, and so we were all like, "What's going on?" So that really felt like a betrayal of sorts. So yeah, like yeah. the kind Okay, so as we gather ourselves from this great conversation, <laughs> how, do, how do we evaluate people? Because I think that's a major issue when it comes to friendship. We just talk about the about, you know, your friend is supposed to be loyal, your friend has to do this, your friend has to do that. But how do we evaluate folks when it comes to friendship? Because my thing is like, if I'm beefing with somebody, are you guys gonna be beefing with the person too? No. Hey. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. sometimes. right. In most cases, actually, yes. Right. Me and Jesse got a long-standing relationship. You know, when we were small, easy, you know, to be friends. Listen, that's a different situation, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ride like that for anybody else. Mm. <laughs> so, so, how do we evaluate people? Because if uh, there are certain friends that you will be ride or die for, that you will go that extra mile for, or their friends will be like that. Nah. And, and yeah, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely those friends that you know it's ride or die. You flex with somebody, I'm a set flex with them. You know, oh, yeah. but those friends, especially if. If, if if my relationship with somebody else makes my close friend feel bad, 
I stay with my close friend. You can go to this. Like, it's not that. Easy. It's not that. It's not that hard to choose. Right. If you cuss my friend, I'm coming for you. We are, I will cuss you. I'm coming. I'm just coming. If somebody, if somebody that I know and I can show you as my best friend, I'd rather die. I'm sorry. That person can be my little bad book. And I know how to create things for that person to fall in my trap so I can give to them food. I know how to do that. That is like an easy okay. strategy. Yes, I create that. If you mess with one of my friends, and let's say I'm not there, my friend tell me, and you know, there's just some people can be like, oh, okay, I hear the depressing in the back of my mind. Like, they were not going to be the best. They were supposed to be the way you were supposed to hit them. I'm going to kill them. Because at the end of the day, my, if my friend is hurting, I'm hurting too. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're like, exactly. that hurts. Mm-hmm. And so, like this thing, to where you know, I say this because I see sometimes I just want to talk for us to talk about this, where people are friends and then they get into an argument and then they just talk about the way all the friendships out there for other people to see. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know the right but I think after all these years of friendship, I think when me and somebody who is my friend have an argument, there are sometimes I should. That's why I know that our, I value our friendship more than this little argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we all see on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, how, how can we handle that as friends and stuff like that? So, EJ, I think when you, once again, it back to how you value your friend. Because a true friend that you have a history with an argument, I don't care how big it is, you're not going to want to lose that friend. Because that friend is almost like a family. You don't have to be related to that person or consider that person like a true friend, a true sister, you know? Like certain friends, I say, oh, they're like my sister, you know? Because we have that long history. Like you, Didi, we have that long history. Glenn, I know you guys from a long period of time. But the whole thing about it is you have to be a mature person. Mm-hmm. If it's a friendship you don't value, so you guys go off on the real, you have this big argument, whatever, the real friendship, track, whatever you want to call it, you don't care about that friend because you're like, okay, that friend is not somebody that even needs my life. It's even unhealthy. I don't need that friend. But if you have a true friend who you value that friendship, I don't care how bad, how you might need some time to cool off the, you know, that heated moment. But you will always be that big person. One of y'all have to be that big person to pick up the phone and start that conversation. Like you're doing. Starting a healthy conversation, you know, and airing out how you felt. Because once again, some people, you know, it might be a little misunderstanding that grew. You know, if you don't address certain things, it grows. So it could be something that can be fixed. It could be something that I need time to let your your feelings heal, you know, because, you know, when somebody hurt you, it takes some time. I don't care if it's a friendship or relationship, whatever. You need time to heal. But I feel like if it's a true friend, a loyal friend that you have a huge history with, you would never want to lose that friend. I don't care how big. And I always feel like 
you're never too big to apologize, apologize. to your friends. Yes, mm -hmm. You know, start that conversation. You may be wrong, or that friend may be wrong, but you somebody has to be the bigger person to start that healthy conversation and say sorry. So that's how I look at it. If you're a friend or associate that I don't value, if you do something to me that I think like, oh, you disrespected me or disrespected somebody that I'm close to, then let our friendship go because I don't need it in the first place. But if it's a true friend that I value that friendship, I don't care how, how big that argument is, we might need time to cool it, you know, hey, now we'll hide heels more. But I will still reach out to that person and have that conversation. So I think that's how you look at friends, you know, friendships. So, yeah. yeah. So, but I was saying, when you have friends, you have to evaluate why the person is in your life. You mm. understand? There are some people you would even consider as sisters, right? Oh, this is my sister. This is my bro. But you, you have a you have a clear intent towards that person, and there are some people they are friends with you for what they can get off out of you. Yeah. Right? So for me, in my situation, like I'm the type of person I I'm crazy, I'm loud, I like to play, I like to laugh around. I'm the type of person when you ask me, you wouldn't even ask me. Just once they have anything to do with children, I'm into it. So a lot of times, people take advantage of that. Mm. Even to the point where if I'm mad at you, like if I'm mad at EJ, and he know I wouldn't, I don't want to talk to him, then he would say, oh, Matthias want to talk to you. And you know, obviously, I'm going to call because <laughs> I want to talk to Matthias. So you have, you have friends that will use those things that they know you love to mm. control you. I had a sister that I was there for. I mean, there. She, the only thing, she, she, she was pregnant and she carried a child. But literally, I was there through everything. Mm. And you would think, when I was getting married, this girl, I mean, for no reason, she just cut her from me. Mm. I didn't do nothing to her. Reach out. After my wedding, she apologized. She said, oh, I was going through some stuff in honor that. I forgive her. My first pregnancy in my entire life. I'm sick. I have kidney problem. I have heart problem. I'm going through all of this thing. She cut off again. Mm. So people like that, do I go to you and ask you what's going on? Oh, no. I cut you off. I don't have to argue mm -hmm. with you. I don't, because sometimes people are jealous. Some people like to see you in pain. They, mm -hmm. yeah. they don't like to see you happy. Yeah. Oh, was, oh yeah. Oh, flying. Yeah. Is that flying in the hospital? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But good thing that's happening for Florence now. Can we celebrate Florence? Yeah. Yes. Supportive. Exactly. True. And since we're on, I know somebody asked a question. Kimmy Adetola asked a question. Do your oh, friends? Hi, Kimmy. <laughs> Do your friends change during different seasons of your life? What's the question? Mm. The question is, do your friends change during different seasons of your yes. life? I say yes. Mm. Yes. I say yes. This is why I say yes. For somebody who married, I would just put it out there, who was in a church, got married in a church, and got divorced in church. I don't have my friends no more. People who are my friends when I was married and stuff like that, there, I can count them now before I couldn't count them. Mm. 
So I think in every season of your life, people drop off. They, they're uncomfortable with certain aspects of your life. Uh, there are girls who are in great shoes or friends, but then they get pregnant and their friends don't want to be with them anymore because, you know, uh, um, they are they are pregnant out of wedlock. Or all your friends get married and you don't, and you don't get married and everybody don't want to hang out with you no more. Yeah. And you have a kid. And then people don't hang out with you no more because guess what? You have a child. Every time we call her, oh, she gave her a love for baby sister when I invited her to the place. That's what people do. Like, every stage of your life, you people drop off. And at the end of the day, then you are left with the real group of people. But if anybody, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's from that. And, and she can mean it this way too. Like I, I can say I've been friends with somebody since high school, and um, you know, throughout she went through her difficult times, um, and then you know she got married and then she had kids. Um, I wouldn't say that our friendship and our interaction was consistent throughout the years. You know, it kind of it, it kind of fluctuated, but what was important is that that love was always there, right? So when when my life was going one direction and her life was going one direction at that time, we couldn't really relate to each other, you know, because our lives were going in, in a different direction, but the support was still there. You know, the love was still there. We still showed up for each other. And once we crossed that bridge, I mean, it just blossomed even stronger, you know? Um, so, so you have to give people grace, you know, mm -hmm. when they're going through growth and changes in their lives too. Because, you know, we all are trying to figure this out. You know, sometimes we don't know how to express ourselves. We don't know how to share our pain. And, you know, and then after talking to her, we, you know, we discussed that period of time and she shared how much pain she was in and what she was going through. And she was able to get, you know, get through that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's something to be mindful of that, you know, sometimes you won't, your interaction with your friends won't always be consistent. You know, you will have bumps in the road, but that's, that's that's the beauty of the journey. But I will say because the person is a true friend that they were able to come back and you guys can sit down and have that discussion. Yeah. Because I think what happens is people, when they're out of your life, they're out. They move on. And that shows to me that you are never here for a good reason. Because mm -hmm. I think we have friends, I think Florence touched on that, where we have friends who are there for certain things. Oh, this person is great to go to brunch with. Um, you know, it's good. Um, their person got a lot of letters behind their name. So when I hang out with them, you know, people because it's like a lot of people friends with, oh, I like to hang out with this person, but this person dressed nicely. Or this person I know when we were young, this person get us in the club. You got some you got some friends who could find a way to catch in VIP every time they went to the club. And those are kind of different things that people do get in friendship for. So um when we do have friends, what is that time limit 
or that thing that causes you to say that person is a brother or a sister in the past, that threshold of just being an acquaintance. Hmm. I'll go. Okay. Um, okay. I, <laughs> the reason why is because I have some friends that I've known for a year and they're family compared to some people that I've known for five years. I agree. Necessarily put a time limit, limit on it. I more so recognize the efforts that you put into our so-called friendship. You know, like if I've only like, you know, I've only known a couple of you guys for like what a couple of months and I consider you family because of like the advice that you offer me or like everything that you've, you know done for me so up to this far. And there are some people who I've known for years where I'm just like, yeah, I just text them on holidays, birthdays, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's just how I consider them. So I don't necessarily put a time limit on like, okay, we've known each other for 10 years, 10 years automatically, like you're considered family. It's more so like what efforts have you contributed towards our so-called friendship in order for me to recognize, okay, this person is actually like fam. Anybody else? Well, yeah, for me, I would say the bond. Like you said, it's not about the mm -hmm. time. It's just how yeah. we rock with each other. Like EJ and I, we don't talk. We barely talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. But when we talk on the phone, we talk on the phone. Yeah. And I will be doing something even on social media. My mom would tell me stop. I would not stop. As soon as you come in my inbox, hey, quit it. <laughs> there is no explanation. There is no yeah. explanation. He, would he, he don't even want to know what happened, who did, quit it. And the same thing with me. I get out of my sleep. Somebody bothering him. I don't want to know. We'll talk about that later on. We go in reinforcement. So for me, I say is, you know, how your click. Yeah. Because there are some people you've been friends with for over years and it's not there. So yeah. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the clicking part, and I just like to pull up um, into this space, but we do talk about social media. I think social media has played a lot, have played a major role in friendship. You have people have all these friends on social media. I'm sorry, there are some people every day. They're sending you birthday request that birthday picture of somebody. Oh, your friend, every day that one person birthday, like I think people have created this thing that is so important. Like it's like somebody requests me, I don't even know them, and they want to be my friend. No, you can't because this is my space that I'm going to bring you into. And if you're not my friend, I can't bring you. So there, I have thousand friend requests. I have somebody actually send me a private message saying that they send me a request and I didn't answer because I don't know you. <laughs> and now I actually put in trouble when I say I don't People know. Try you. to slide your DM there. Okay. <laughs> Media and friendship because I think it's really um affects affect a lot of people when it comes to that friend people yeah, don't I, I can't really say too much about it. I don't yeah, have a huge following, and that's intentional because most of the people that probably do follow me, I know them. Yes. Yes. Like and I know, I know everybody that follows me. Like if I don't know you, we don't, we don't need, you don't, I, I you just cannot come into my personal space. And that's just how I am, you know, you maybe are. because I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more private, but. 
Where's my on social media uh-huh. the thing with um friendship you know even with social media you have to understand it's the same way as having people in real life who you consider to be in your personal space right. because i'll tell you no lie there are some people that i have met on social media that have been a good help to me especially mm-hmm. when i was sick mm-hmm. when i was sick I mean, there are some big sisters that are nurses, that are doctors, and and I'm the type of person I would share. Sometimes I would, because I have a lot of testimony. So sometimes when I read a status, like I was almost about to get a kidney transplant and the phone new kidney in me. So sometimes when I write stuff like that on Facebook, somebody will reach out to me, you know, you can try this. That's how now I'm no longer on blood pressure pills through Facebook. So okay. it's, it's not how it's not it's how you use it. Yeah, yeah and it, it's, it's different for everybody. I mean, for everybody, I have I have amazing big sisters. And the same way I make the friends, if you cross me wrong, I cross you totally wrong too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I have I have that energy for that. Yeah, everybody and, uses and, the two differently, you know, like exactly you post it and you give feedback about, you know, for me, I pick up a book. You know, I do mm-hmm. research. I speak to yeah. a professional. I get a therapist. You know, so that's my exactly. That's idea. your thing. And 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 I, and I would say yeah. And I would say like for me, um, I don't have any social media. Right. So none at all. Not even WhatsApp. Not no nothing. No, I have no WhatsApp. Are <laughs> y'all pressuring to get WhatsApp? <laughs> My man is good. No. I don't have no social media. And it has worked for me. None. And I haven't had it for like since 2008. I got off of it. And like different strokes for different folks. So um, it what works for somebody, it doesn't work for me. And I know myself and I'm very private. If Didi private, I'm, pri- I'm more private. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Because for me, I feel like for my, I got off of social media in 2008 because it was taking over my life and I had, you know, certain legal things, you know, that happened to me, you know, a bad experience, which I just took myself off of, you know, Mm. social media, period. And I don't miss it. And for me, like if I need something or I need like my friends, I have their numbers, I have their emails, you know, I know how to reach them. Um, if I need help with anything, I either go on social, you know, I talk to a professional, I reach out to a professional and that's me. And, and I totally understand where Florence is coming from with how she uses social media, how it's beneficial for her. And I understand where Didi is coming from, you know, because it's like how you are as a person. Social media could be beneficial for you and your mental space compared to me who I'm not on social media. I'm super happy about that. And it's working for me. And it's good for my mental space, my happiness, my energy. 
So everybody has something different that works for them. And that's okay. You know, you as a person, you say, okay, that works for you. Good for you. Kudos for you. It works for me. You can't judge me because I don't have it. You say kudos for me as well. So everybody has things that works for them when it comes to social media, EJ. So yeah. So I'll let somebody else jump in. But I also think um, social media has contributed to sort of like these shallow relationships, like people True. being comfortable with um, thinking that they've created something deeper just because they keep seeing somebody's posts, y'all connected over social media, and you forget that like there's real work that goes into building connections with people. So I think that's a way that social media has affected the way friendships work just in general too. And I'll tell you the creepiest part of it. I went to Liberia. I think the last time I was in Liberia and somebody said hi to me because they were my friend on Facebook. And I freaked the Jesus out of me. That's scary. Because I did not know that person. I can it was on rent. It was at those supermarkets on Randall Street. So me and my mom get out the car and this person and said, Oh hi, Edwin Nelson. Oh hi. He said, Oh, you don't know me. We're friends on Facebook. I was like, Oh, okay. Of course, my mom on Facebook. This person will remember the person know me, like they remember my face, and he's saying hi to me. But now you are superstar, so get hey. Oh Lord, but okay we we got um clicks so what i've realized is that you know as friends you got let's we're in a friendship we're all you know different parts of our lives we have different friendships but how do you guys deal with outside of the friendship so let's say for example um that we are all friends and i might have some other friends so how do you guys deal with it when your friend have another friend and you got to deal with that friend? <laughs> so, I feel like that also goes into what you were talking about. Sorry, Veronica. Sorry, Veronica. I was going to say personally, right? Like, I tend to bring all my friends together as often as I can. But then there's always some friends that you know, like, yeah, they really won't gel in this in this clique. So let them stay right where they are, okay? I don't, I don't typically get envious sometimes, just a little bit, when my friends, you know, are friends with other people and I don't get to be in a circle. Because I started thinking, like, it's my, am I not am I that person who they don't want to be in that group? So that there's something wrong with me. Now, they think something wrong with me that I'm not welcome in that circle. Why? I can't go there. <laughs> oh, no. So that, that, that's just a little bit of image. Because, you know, like, I, I, you, everybody has, you know, you have different friends, right? And you just know that this friend and this, in this other group, they won't really work. You know, so you try to keep it. I mean, hopefully you assume that. Maybe other certain circumstances, you know, if everybody's drunk at a party, okay, hi. And then you separate them real quick. Oh yeah. Oh. I think I'm the type of friend that works well in other friend groups. Like I'm like, okay, whatever. Like you can put me in that group, that group, that group. But I have certain friends. I don't know why. They're just like, I only want to hang out with you and I want to hang out with you only. I don't bring other friends around. And if you're gonna bring other friends around, let me know which friends you're bringing around so that I can know if I'm gonna mesh with them. And I'm like, 
how do you have time to think about all this? Just sit down, <laughs> everybody, go home and go to sleep. Yeah. Like, who thinks about all these things when it just comes to like hanging out with people? I just don't understand. But you know what? There's times where I'm like, you know what? I have to respect that that's just how they are around certain people. Like, mm-hmm. certain people are just like, I only like hanging out with you. And if you are going to bring people around, let me know ahead of time because that's just the way that they function. I don't know why they function that way because obviously I'm the type of person where I'm put me in any type of group and I will adjust accordingly. But yeah. You know, some friends are possessive. I, yeah. I can't do the possessive friendship. Like, it gives me anxiety. So, <laughs> if you're going to get upset because I'm hanging out with someone else that I call my friend, then uh, you have to go within and figure out why you feel that way. But I just can't deal with the possessiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you guys handle that? Speaking for the people who are possessive in a certain way. I will put it that way. I think for me, I am possessive in a way where we are all a group of friends, but mm-hmm. there are times when I like to only spend time with Diddy. And so when I want to spend time with Diddy, I'm not going to invite everybody else because I just want to spend time with Diddy. See, like with Florence or Chinilo, even Chinilo is married. But if I want to spend time with Gus, I text Gus and we go spend our time because I only want to spend time with him. If I want to, I'm not going to go to the house because I know she will be there and I don't want to spend time with her. I just, yeah. That's just me. That's how I am. Like I, Sometimes I want to spend the whole group, but then sometimes I just want to spend time with the person because I feel like, you know, there is a bonding or maybe there's something I want to discuss with you that I don't want to discuss with the other person. And I will speak up in EJ's defense. We all met each other when we're very young. And we all have different kind of friendships. And I know where you coming from, but it's not like I, you want me to see. But the beauty, the beauty of that is EJ, when you hang out with me and let's say me and Chichi are talking throughout the week and she's like, oh, you know, how was your weekend? And I'll be like, oh, you know, I hung out with EJ or whatever. The beauty is there's never a point where Chichi feels a certain way about it or she doesn't ask like, oh, okay, well, you know, how come I didn't get it? Like, it doesn't happen. So that's 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 also is important to actually make that kind of thing work. Chichi, you see that? I <laughs> oh, thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go ahead, Didi. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, and so that's um um. 
I think um, we all have different cliques. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way. That I have no other word to say. I think especially because all of us come from a particular background. We are all black. Uh, we all come from, we are all Af of Africans descent. And it happens that we all stick together. Um, we just have cliques. And for us who grew up in Liberia, we had cliques. And it's not a, I don't think click for me now is not a negative thing because I think everybody protect their circle. It's mm -hmm. not negative. Just like, uh-uh, you don't come in your circle. Mm -hmm. I don't know you like that. And that's where I, that's my way of, that's my possessive attitude when someone is bringing someone into the group and I'm just like, I don't know that person. And for me, not knowing that person, I'm not being snobbish, I'm not being mean. I just don't know the person because when I'm with you guys who are on this platform, I can be myself. I can say whatever I want to say. I can do whatever I want to do and nobody's going to judge me. But when you bring a new person into the group, I have to conduct myself and it's very uncomfortable for me. That's not speaking serious. I have to like be like, very appropriate. I have to know my terms. I gotta know my half for my half and my IT a pressure fee S. I'm got time for that. I don't want to speak bad like we're in English and have a fine. But I think because there is this new person. EJ, EJ, EJ defense, EJ is always himself. EJ, I know I never saw you in a filter. He always brings okay, himself. That's why. For real, because EJ and I, the reason why he said that, EJ and I, we have church friends. Then he's family friends with my family. And okay. my family, they're very churchy. <laughs> and so with me and him, we can talk about any and everything. So when he when he's around my family, we have to speak proper English. Oh. And speaking proper English for us is a problem. <laughs> So the funny thing is, just to add up on what you just said, even when the when the situation happened the last time, my cousin called me because she always checking me. She called me and she was like, you know what? I would have told you to stop, but then it's DJ you fighting for, so I wouldn't say nothing. So <laughs> that's how it is. So with certain people for me, I don't care. You put me, you put me around civilized, I act civilized. Okay. You put me in the interior, I act like a real country woman. And <laughs> we just do it. I don't have, you know, I don't care about your friendship because for me to be honest, I really don't have best friend anymore. My mom is mm. my friend. And then, like back in the days, we would say, oh, you can be friends with guys. It's good. But even the guys are messier now. So uh, I don't care. With BFF, that's my BFF and that's BFF, it. and we leave it as it is. We leave it as it is. It is. <laughs> no, and in the time of we're closing, <laughs> we are at the end of the show. You guys are great people and you guys are amazing. You guys are people that I look up to. There's so much wealth and knowledge with you guys. You guys are the friends that have turned into family. 
There are people on this platform, there are people who could have been here who has been there for me. You know, in life, you meet people in different memories. It's just so crazy. Flores is No, crazy. it's my daughter, yeah. I'm sorry, it's my daughter. But in life, you meet people in certain stages of your life, and there are people where you can always be comfortable around. There is no if and there is no but about it. If people don't have those friends, I'm so sorry for them. Mm. But if you don't have a friend that you can say whatever you want to say and however you want to say it, it is sad. If you don't have a friend that can check you when you are doing something wrong and they can say, you know what? You messed up yeah. and you need to deal with it. Yeah. If they don't have that kind of friend, I'm sorry for them. Because everybody need that person in their corner. You need that person that will tell you, you have up. What you said to that person was extremely wrong and you need to go back and apologize. And if you don't have that kind of person in your corner where you can't be real, you can't say the truth, that's a problem. And you need to, oh, my Lord. Oh, she's so cute. So that is the problem. I think in society right now, people don't have those kinds of friendships. People are so superficial. They, they, you know, it's like, well, I gotta walk on pins and needles before I say this to Veronica. I say this to Florence, and Didi, or Glenn, or Zainab. I gotta be very careful. I gotta package it so Zainab is not upset. No, man, you are wrong. This is the problem. This is how I deal with it. Maybe mm -hmm. I've spoken and opinionated as I am. I love my friends because mm -hmm. even because we all have opinions. We have never had an argument or whatever it is with everybody not having an opinion. Like, I am sorry. There are sometimes when we're having some conversation, I'm like, Lord Jesus, we have to be yelling like this? Like, Florence is talking about something, but I, I that back in the day, that we would be having arguments and stuff like that, and we would go back, and then people would think, like, oh, why are they fighting like that? One hour later, we're hanging out to each other's house, and we're having a good time. Yeah, like everybody over here, like Glenna put me in my place so many times. Now I already don't care when he put me in my place. I'm just a little bit. I give that call from Didi, and I love Didi because Didi, I think, is the most diplomatic friend that I have in the whole oh, world. You can tell. She will put you in your place very directly, and she will be like, you know. Yeah, I know you did that, you know, but I don't think you said, um, that, that was not really nice. I don't think what you said and the way you did it was okay. You gotta be honest. You know, I'm like, like, you look pretty. You know, and then you have people like Chinlo who will laugh to her annoying. So she's mad, but she'll be laughing through it. You'll be like, they're serious. You gotta figure out serious. But she's not serious and stuff like that. Zainab is like, I see you mad yet. So I'm still waiting to know. I'm so bringing. Veronica, I saw you it's mad. I never get mad. Yeah, yeah, we are all at the place in our lives where we should be comfortable telling each other how it is. I don't give a heck how you feel. Negro, you cross the line. Now we're going to have a candid conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's how it's going to be. If I can have that conversation mm -hmm. with my seven-year-old, I'm going to have it with your over 
19 so yes don't 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 hold back but i want to let you guys know that i love you all you guys have loved me despite of my craziness and all my and i love you i love you enjoy yourself and i want you to tell the people one thing you have enjoyed when it comes to this year and what you're grateful for Oh shit, this is hard. Oh. Um, okay, to be fair, I think a lot I've had a lot of support from family, friends this year. Um, integrating into a new country has not been easy. And you know, just having you guys around, having people there for me. I yeah, every every morning I wake up, the other morning I woke up, you know, in my bed. I'm like, I'm in my apartment downtown Toronto. You know, I have amazing family. I have amazing yeah. friends. You know, I might not have it all, but you know, I'm I, I'm killing it. Yeah, I'm killing mm-hmm. it. Definitely right. are. Zaina, what are you grateful for and thankful for for 2020? Honestly, I read something and it said like the most underrated blessing is waking up the next morning. Yeah. I a lot of people lost their lives this year. A lot of people probably started the year off not knowing all the things that we were going to go through this year. And just being here today, I am just so thankful to be alive. Period. No, just thankful to be alive. Florence Watson Johnson. Florence, she talks. I'm just gonna say this. She do a, she say a lot, but she doesn't really say a lot. And her being married and her having a child is by the grace of God. Amen. I think being like just being in connection with her, her getting married and having her dream wedding, having this amazing guy who loves her. I mean, it's just like whatever. Like, I'm like, good for you, my mommy. Everything she gets pregnant, she goes through this rough pregnancy. And she was so good. You know, was one time she was dancing at home. I said, can you stop dancing? You have a lot of health issues. And she said, this is, I got to tell God, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so when I see her and I see her in great health, even though sometimes we get on Facebook and do the utmost and I got to correct her, but I know that she is here for a reason because God needed her here for a reason. Mm-hmm. She has brought to this amazing child and I just had to say that because I know that you've gone through a lot. You laugh. You underestimate yourself, but you've gone through a lot. You're a really strong woman. No, I have you underestimated myself. The team have gone through. I'm like, they some women who in the sixes never dealt with that. I'm Mm. just out of words. That's just what it is for you. I just want you to know I'm happy for you. Simon just could go to D and be quiet. Okay. Um, what I'm grateful for in 2020 is just uh Health and wellness. As you guys know, I've picked up this new habit now, you know, working out consistently. And it has completely been a blessing. You know, working out is not just about the physical, it is about the mental. So I've just been in a really good space and I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. Mrs. Kokoya, you're on mute. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was just following your guidelines. Thank you, Mrs. Kokoya. <laughs> Um, so I would say, so what, um, as you all know, 2020 started off 
very bad. Yeah. And we're still, we're still rocking and rolling with 2020 because it's not over yet. But I'm thankful for health. Um, I'm thankful for the relationships I have in my life. As far as my husband, first God, my relationship with God. Um, not to say I'm a big spiritual person, so somebody can say, oh, again, I pray when I know, but just in my one on one relationship. It is. But I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the relationships that I have my husband, my friends, my family. And also for having a job, my students, because I'm in education. Because um, so many people, it's just a difficult time, you know? And also, like Sanam said, waking up every day, I'm grateful, you know, for that. I'm thankful for that. And I feel like with this year coming to an end, by the grace of God, we'll continue to get better moving on to 2021. So, yes. That's, Amen. That's my, yes. My thankful. Here's the thing. Yes. Um, what I've been finding myself being grateful for lately, honestly, is the sunshine. Waking mm. up in the morning and just seeing sun stream through and like me on my skin and to be able to feel happiness in a time that feels really cold and gray and uncertain. I've just been grateful to be alive. Well, I say happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody else who's watching. We have Glenn Zyner, Didi Chino, Veronica here gracing us with what is called when we all are friends. Let's love each other and have a great time this holiday. Thank you. Thank you.